What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? First down, touchdown, Super Bowl. Vegas, he sends in streets, red is too cold. Cardinal Waller, it can't be stopped. Jacobs with the rock, O line hit the blocks. Offense off the chain, defense is ready. Pay the nation one goal just when Vegas. Welcome to What Happens in Vegas. I am your host, Neil Maligno, and today we got a Raiders W. Yes, we finally got a W in the wing column. No more O and whatever. We are now one and three. It doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good. It ain't pretty. It ain't where we wanted to be. It's not what we expected, but it's a win nonetheless, and hopefully one that gets us on the right path here to a much better season. Hopefully you seen things like I seen things and there was some stuff really starting to come together. Now we've talked about it in past weeks following these losses that we've been having that the Raiders offense has not found balance. It has not made sense. They weren't using Josh Jacobs enough. Uh, Some guys weren't healthy. It definitely affected things. But this week versus the Broncos now, sure. We can, we can blame some of this on the Broncos and right. Like the Broncos aren't just are not a very good football team. Before this game, their defense was really holding up well. Uh, Their offense, not so great. Russell Wilson's been kind of struggling, you know, especially from what we expect from a Russell Wilson uh, type season. So you go into this game, the Broncos are on kind of shaky ground. The defense is pretty good. The offense is eh. The Raiders haven't won a game, so I'm not going to say anything was on a real positive note, offense, defense, whatever. Um, But going into this game, we knew exactly what needed to be done. We talked about it last week in terms of, Josh McDaniels has to find balance in this offense. Josh McDaniels has to give Josh Jacobs the ball more. We can't win throwing the ball 50 times to Matt Collins. <laughs> like, it's not going to work that way, right? Like, that can't be the only uh, choice, right? We can't refuse to find Devontae Adams in an offense or target Darren Waller because they're being taken out of a game, quote-unquote, uh, by the defense. So um, all those things were, were definitely happening in this game in a more positive way. Also, the defense, way better. I was talking about it on Twitter with some Raider fans. Uh, what, a, what a difference Denzel Perriman makes for this defense. Unfortunately, he got hurt again in this game, uh, concussion. Uh, so we don't know. We might not see him next week. Right now, we've seen how things went with like Tua, and he came back too early from a concussion, and things are kind of weird now with that. Um, although other guys in the Raiders have had concussions this season, came back earlier, and some have taken a little longer. So we'll see how this plays out, how, you know, how serious of a concussion it was for uh, Denzel Perriman, because it's unfortunate. He he definitely 100% makes a difference for this defense. When, when when he's out there, he's making all these big plays. He's making all these tackles. Not a lot of stupid decisions. Not a lot of stupid things are happening in front of him. And still, everyone else, you could tell it's like uh, it's it's infectious for these guys. They all start flying around playing like him. I mean, we've seen some big defensive plays this game. So let's go ahead. Uh, let's jump into some of the slides that we have here. And um, unless, you know, look at some things. First things first. Um, actually, let's do this way. Let's make it a little bigger for you guys. Uh, AFC West standings. Like I just said, Raiders got their first win. It ain't pretty still. Um, Chiefs are three and one lead in the division. Chargers and Broncos both two and two uh, right ahead of the Raiders at one and three. Clearly, things are still early. So as as like doom and gloom as this has felt, and, I, and again, I've spoken about this before, but it's so early in the season that even one and three doesn't, you know, first place doesn't look so far away. Right now, it's still early enough where if the Chiefs can lose a couple games or we can beat the Chiefs, for instance, 
Um, the Chargers and Broncos, if they if they lose a game or two and we win a game or two, like this all changes and within a couple of games, right? That's that's how um early in the season this, you know, things are a little different. You know, early in the season, you're one and three, first place is three and one, some other teams are two and two, is a lot different than you know, first place being eight and one and you being, you know, two and six or whatever. Like it's just a, more of a drastic, less, less drastic um, difference that separates you two. So um, this is a good sign right here. Raiders are still in this as much as it sounds uh, like we're out of it. And as much as mathematically, statistically, history wise, um, this has not worked out very much for anybody. Uh, the Raiders are still statistically in this. Uh, and it's, you know, if they catch, if they can catch this right, and and really start to step up and be the team that we thought they were going to be to start the season, and some of the other teams in front of them falter a little bit, um, there's definitely a, a space here for the Raiders to still do really well in this division. Although, again, stacked division, hard division to win in. Um, so we'll see. Looking at the offense and the defense here, just statistically-wise for the game, Derek Carr went for 188, no touchdowns, no interceptions. That sucks, right? Like, that's that's not fun. That's not what we need from Derek Carr. We need way more than that from Derek Carr. That kind of stat line is more along, you know, why, um, you know, it wasn't a bigger win, you know, of any sort. Because, again, this is the Broncos defense, though. You have to take that into account. The Broncos defense has done really well this year uh, in general, but even more specifically in the passing game defense. Um, Patrick Sertain Jr. is a beast. Um, they just have a really good team overall. Their pass rush is good. So, Carr struggling here. At least he didn't throw any interceptions. That's the huge thing to take away from this game. Um, yeah, he got sacked twice. Yeah, he didn't throw any touchdowns, but not throwing interceptions and, you know, not not costing the team the the, the win, uh, you know, making them lose because you're making stupid decisions and forcing things. That's a better sign. Right. So that's better from Derek Carr, not just play calling better from Josh Daniels as well. The big thing here. Well, if you look at the receivers, Devontae Adams, nine receptions, 101 yards where he should be at the top of the other receiving uh, stats every week. <laughs> Uh, no touchdown this week. First week without a touchdown for Devontae Adams. Matt Collins still did his little production, three catches, 33 yards. Some of those are big catches too. So still important and, and big time in special teams as well. So shout out to Matt Collins. This is no, when I say those things, it's no Matt Collins hate. I just don't think that when you have a Devontae Adams, you have a Darren Waller, you have these other guys, like he shouldn't rank out above them statistically. Um, Josh Jacobs actually had five receptions for 31 yards. That's great to see for Josh Jacobs. Uh, again, if you're playing fantasy, Josh Jacobs, what a game. Um, Darren Waller, three for 24. This is the most disappointing thing for me in this Raiders offense right now is Darren Waller not getting to produce. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know if this is Josh McDaniel in the play call and trying to still figure this out. I mean, he's had a history of great tight ends, right? So he has no excuse. We're not giving him any leeway for that. Um, I don't know if this is just defenses really, uh, you know, doubling up on Waller and not making things easy. I don't know if this is an effective Hunter Renfro not being in the game um, because of these injuries and kind of really affecting Darren Waller's availability out there being open. Um, but he he should be getting fed enough and producing more than this. This is not this isn't good enough. Um, so th th and then Brandon Bolden negative yards whatever. Um, running game. This is what's the most important offensive stat line of the day. Josh Jacobs, twenty eight carries, one hundred and forty four yards over a five yard average. Two touchdowns, longest was a 43. Josh Jacobs, between his rushing and receiving, absolutely tore it up today. Again, if you're a fantasy football player, uh, manager, you know if you had Josh Jacobs how, how much of a, a, a great game this was, how fantastic this was to happen. Um, but if you're a Raider fan, you also know. like this, is, this was a crazy stat line. I believe this was the best game of his career. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, 
this is how Josh McDaniel should have been using Josh, McDaniel, uh, Josh Jacobs all along, all season. Anything less than this is unacceptable for the Raiders offense. This is who the Raiders offense is. Josh Jacobs pounding the rock. Derek Carr not making mistakes. Devontae Adams, your leading receiver. Darren Waller has to get more involved. Hunter Renfro will be healthy. That will help. Um, but this is this is what this offense is. Um, you you just have to just run Jacobs nonstop. He is crushing it. This is not a factor of uh, Josh Jacobs getting all the work, and so it's just uh, stats by happenstance because he just happens to get the work. This is a really good running back. If you watch the games, you'll know that. If you um, see the certain certain people like PFF, the way they grade, you'll see they graded him very high. This is not just he got the workload, so of course he you know rushed for a lot of yards. It's not that. Josh Jacobs is really good at football. Um, the interesting thing is he he was a guy who didn't get a new contract with the new staff. Um, they did not re-sign him. They actually dropped his option. So this is going to be an interesting thing. The Raiders are finding out how important Josh Jacobs is right now. Josh McDaniels talked about it uh, profusely, I believe, after the game. Derek Carr. Uh, was throwing all kinds of compliments at Josh Jacobs. He's a key part of this offense. It is what it is. Zemir White did run two carries for 24 yards. It was, was good to see. He had he had one big run for 22 yards. Um, that was great. I still don't think that this team should go into next year saying, can Josh Jacobs, you know, start Zemir White, pick up a veteran. I think Josh Jacobs should, should be this team's running back. Obviously, we'll see how much he wants. We'll see what the team can work out. We'll see if the team even tries to. Um, but I definitely believe he deserves it. Shout out to Josh Jacobs for this week. You are the MVP of the offense this week. Um, Devontae Adams did great as well. And again, kudos to J Derek Carr for not throwing any interceptions. Uh, Josh McDaniels figured it out this week. We'll see if this continues. We'll see if the team follows this up. Um, there's a big game next week. We'll see if the offense can do something similar again. I think we're getting a lot more than this from Derek Carr next week. I'm, I'm, and again, you're, we're playing the Chiefs. so. Derek Carr should have much more success against that defense. Uh, from a passing perspective, it's just not uh, a threat, especially like the like the Broncos were. Um, so the Raiders should find much more success on uh, Monday Night Football next week. So that that's what I see here. I'm, I'm really looking for a huge game from Derek Carr, and if we don't get it, you can guarantee that's going to be a big loss. Um, look at the defense really quickly. Uh, Amik Robinson... <laughs> Player of the game, right? I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, a guy crushed it. Um, he had that one play where Judy caught the ball on him. He, he like, stumbled in the turf, uh, got caught up in there or whatever it was. And then Judy was making fun of him, doing the, like, you're too small. You're not big enough. You're too small of, of, a, of a cornerback to stop me. Then after that, Amik Robinson was a man on fire. It was nuts. Um, he did get the, fu the fumble that went right into his hands. Returned it back for a touchdown. It was a huge play. Dude, he couldn't be stopped. He went through so many different people. Uh, even had the offensive lineman on the on the Broncos dive in for absolutely no reason. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> I guess maximum effort there. Um, but uh, Diablo, Perriman, as you can see, these guys, uh, well, Diablo leads in tackles uh, for the game. Again, Perriman had a good game. But uh, like I said, two tackles for a loss, but he got hurt. Max Crosby, huge game. Two sacks, um, different tackles for losses, QB hits. He was doing everything out there. Uh, Trayvon did great. Hobbs, again, another another really good game from him. Um, overall, this was great. I'm still disappointed at the lack of Chandler Jones. Like, where are the QB hits? Where are the sacks? It's really disappointing. I, I understand that, oh, you know, sacks come in bunches sometimes, and uh, maybe he's doing things that you're not seeing that he's affecting the quarterback or affecting the game. I, I hear you. I hear you on that, but it's just not enough for me. Not the way they touted him coming into the year. 
uh, the money they threw at him, it just doesn't do it for me. Uh, the, the results right now. So that doesn't work. Um, for me, it's not, it's not, it's not good enough. It needs to be more. Um, Daron Harmon again, did pretty good overall, just, a, just a solid game from, from, from the defense, it, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, just an overall good game. Um, so that's it for the stats for the defense. Again, PFF, it's not everybody's cup of tea. If it is, just just to kind of see who they grade as the highest for this week against the Broncos. Josh Jacobs clearly did extremely well, as we talked about. Devontae Adams had a great game as well, like I said. Um, Dylan Parham, they gave him a pretty good grade. So that's great to see from the rookie. Uh, and then Nate Hobbs and, and Trayvon, again, um, really good game in the secondary. So, again, as you see here, overall, like pretty good high scores. You're, you're starting running back. You're starting wide receiver and offensive lineman. You know, uh, some secondary guys, like some pretty good grades here from PFF. Again, I know it's not for everybody um, how PFF grades, but it's still interesting to see. Um, the other big news of the day is we talked about Denzel Perriman's injury. I have no clue how long he's going to be out for. They haven't said anything. Um, again, multiple injuries, concussions are weird. We don't know. Are they going to rest them to get through this concussion and stuff? Is it going to be one of those cases where they come back the next game? Who knows? But they did sign Blake Martinez, which may be a sign that they're going to rest him. Uh, it's not a guaranteed sign, but it's a sign that it's probably going to happen. Um, Blake Martinez is familiar with Patrick Graham, the Raiders defensive coordinator. He's a tackle machine year in and year out when he's healthy. Um, this is this is a good move, right? Like if you're going to have to fill in for Perriman and the guys who are there currently weren't really getting it totally done, they weren't having the same effect. You bring in a guy you're familiar with, a guy who produces at a high level and a guy who, if healthy, you know, is familiar with the defense, right? So should be an easy transition into the team, should be able to get into the flow of things pretty quickly. Um, whether Perryman plays or not, it's still good to get more guys like Blake Martinez in there just to help out the linebackers because that is a spot where when Perryman is out, it does feel a little bit weak. Um, it, it could use some improvement. The guy, other guys there are kind of young uh, or, or new to the defensive scheme altogether, so they haven't totally picked it up like Perryman. Again, Perryman is just the best of the, of the, of the group, but... Um, hopefully Blake Martinez can bring some of that in. So where do we go from here? Like overall, again, I mean, the Raiders won a game. We got that off. You know, there's no more of that pressure of one of the Raiders going to get their first win. It's in the books. The offense played pretty well. We found more balance. I would say the best overall offensive game for the Raiders, even though um, Derek Carr didn't have touchdowns. The, the, the thing here is, we needed balance. We didn't need more from Derek Carr necessarily. We just needed balance. And so while you, you might even look at it and say, oh, it was run heavy. Josh Jacobs did all the work. Well, yeah, because that's how the game went. That's how it was dictated. And that's what the Raiders should try to do and dictate in every game. Um, if you could play good defense, run the hell out of the ball, and just you know dra drag the, your opponent <laughs> that way and, and tire them out that way, it's way more of a better way to play the game. Um, but again, you're playing the Chiefs next week. We're not going to sit here and, you know, do you really think that the Raiders defense is going to blank out Patrick Mahomes? No. Do you think that they're going to stop him from scoring touchdowns? No. Do, do you think they're going to be able to hold back Travis Kelsey, you know, from having a great game? Probably not. It's just not how this works. The most teams don't do that. Um, we'll see how we we'll see how it plays. The, the Raiders got a win under their belt. That's good for them going into a game against the Chiefs. It's a big rivalry game. They understand that the the magnitude of this. The Raiders uh, are, are, like I said, a lot of the guys returned from last year, and the guys who didn't return from last year, the ones who are new, are guys from championship contenders. They were captains on their teams, this and that. So they're all familiar with how important this game is. 
Uh, they need to step up. And so I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the Chiefs game. I'm hoping it's not a blowout. <laughs> That's always a possibility when you play against Patrick Mahomes. We've seen him uh, this past week just look ridiculous, like do the craziest things ever, right? And we'll we'll see how we match up. It's a, it's a big game in terms of are is this Raiders team legit? Is the win against the Broncos just because you play the Broncos? Or is it because you're actually turning this corner uh, and figuring it out again? Um, the Raiders aren't totally a new team. And while, you know, when you change coaches and stuff, you tend to think of like a rebuild, they're not a rebuild. Um, so McDaniels has a couple of years, you know, a couple of seasons to make this right. And the sooner, the better, um, I'd hate to see this, you know, come off of the Broncos wing get the first win of the season and then turn right back around and get smacked by the chiefs. You know, that's not the, um, the goal here. <laughs> it's not the goal. It's not, uh, what we would hope to see. Um, so we'll see how it plans out. You guys know I'm always optimistic uh, going into these games. So, of course, the Raiders are who I pick. The Raiders are going to figure it out. They're going to find a way. It's going to require a huge game from Josh Jacobs, a huge game from the defense, uh, just as much as last week or more. And Derek Carr is going to have to step up. He's going to have to score touchdowns. Like, it just has to happen. He can't throw interceptions. He he can't be, you know, made a fool of by the Chiefs defense, but he has to throw for touchdowns. It, it, Josh Jacobs having a great game is is fantastic. It's it's needed for this team. But against a Chiefs team, Derek Carr has to also score. He has to score touchdowns. He has to throw touchdowns. So Devontae Adams incoming big week next week. We'll hopefully get Hunter Renfro back. Uh, there's a chance Darren Waller could you know have a decent game next week. So we'll see, we'll see how it how it how it goes. But you can bet the Raiders are familiar with this team. Derek Carr is familiar with this team. Um, McDaniels and Patrick Graham and the guys, I believe, will have a pretty good plan drawn up. We'll just see if they can execute and actually overcome uh, Patrick Holmes, Andy Reid type of uh, type of game. We'll see how it is. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be interesting. Um, it'll say a lot again about the rest of the season because if, if the um, if the Chiefs win, they're they're furthering out that lead, uh, and the Raiders are just falling further and further behind. Uh, so I know it's early. But the, with, with what the Raiders' record is and what the Chiefs' record is, um, you lose this game, you kind of um, set the tone you know, for the rest of the season. If the Chiefs lose it, it's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. Um, but if the Raiders lose it, it's, it's going to be pretty painful. So, again, we'll see how it plays out. These games tend to sometimes be close uh, since it's a division game. Um, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see how, how this um, wraps up. Of course, I want to know what you think. I want to know who you thought was our player of the game uh, against the Broncos. I want to know who you think will be the most important player going into our game against the Chiefs. You can drop those. If you're watching on YouTube, drop them in the comments below. I'd love, I'd love to check them out. Um, same same as if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I know you're not on the YouTube, so you're not dropping it in the comments. But if you leave a review, um, you can put it in the review. Like, you, don't, you don't have to just talk about the podcast in <laughs> the review. You can actually put in the review, you know, who, who, who you think the most important player of the season is going to be for the Raiders. Um, if you think the Raiders are totally out of it, whatever you want to share, you can either do it in the YouTube comments or on the Apple podcast review. Uh, I will also read those on the air. So uh, if you don't want me to, I guess you can just send me a message that you don't want me to, but I like to share those kind of things. It's cool connecting with you guys in that way um, and sharing your voice and your opinions and your thoughts. Um, also, you can follow me on Twitter at clock Dodgers, C L O C K D O D G E R S. Um, and I will follow you. Just hit me up when you follow me. Say, hey, Neil, I listen to the show. Um, I'm following you, whatever, however you want to say it. But just let me know you're listening to the show. This way I know who you are, and I'll just follow you right back. I like chopping it up with you guys during the Raider games on Twitter and stuff too. So 
Um, you can do that there, or you can just follow on Instagram, TikTok at What Happens in Vegas. Either one, uh, whatever is your social media cup of tea. <laughs> Join me there, whatever it is. Uh, but I do appreciate the support. Um, the listeners have been growing like crazy. Uh, Raider Nation has been really showing out and showing a lot of love and support. So thank you for that. Um, so to everyone subscribing on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed, please hit subscribe. Um, if you don't even watch on YouTube, just go on there, hit subscribe just to show some love. Um, again, or if you're on Apple Podcasts and you're listening, please hit subscribe. It, it, I know it doesn't sound like a lot to you to hit subscribe or to leave the five-star review or to turn your notifications on and stuff like that on YouTube, but it, it does a great deal of help for the show. So it's just a free, quick way to, to support what we're doing and helping us grow to get more Raider Nation you know, involved in what we're doing here. So um, thank you guys again. As always, I really appreciate it. I'm super grateful and humble by your support. Uh, and I love chopping it up with you guys. Sundays wouldn't be the same without you guys. So I really appreciate it. And um, that's it for today. We'll, we'll see. We'll have another episode later, drop it in the week. Um, but for this, the Raiders, you got your first win. I'm excited. I'm excited for the players on the team too. Like it just felt good. They look, they look genuinely happy for Josh McDaniels. And that, that was a major thing. Like the team isn't, you know, when the fans are really unhappy and it feels like things are going off the rails, it's good to see that the actual players, the coaches, the team, the organization isn't feeling that same weight, which it does happen. So it's good that the Raiders aren't in that, that place right now. So again, shout out to you guys, Raider Nation. What happens in Vegas is Raiders football. This is the Clock Dogs Podcast.